Chapter One of Fairy Tales from Brazil. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Fairy Tales from Brazil by Elsie Spicer Els. Chapter One How Night Came. Years and years ago, at the very beginning of time, when the world had just been made, there was no night. It was day all the time. No one had ever heard of sunrise or sunset, starlight or moonbeams. There were no night birds, nor night beasts, nor night flowers. There were no lengthening shadows, nor soft night air, heavy with perfume. In those days, the daughter of the great sea serpent, who dwelt in the depths of the seas, married one of the sons of the great earth race known as men. She left her home among the shades of the deep seas, and came to dwell with her husband in the land of daylight. Her eyes grew weary of the bright sunlight, and her beauty faded. Her husband watched her with sad eyes, but he did not know what to do to help her. Oh, if night would only come, she moaned as she tossed about wearily on her couch. Here it is always day, but in my father's kingdom there are many shadows. Oh, for a little of the darkness of night! Her husband listened to her moanings. What is night? he asked her. Tell me about it, and perhaps I can get a little of it for you. Night, said the daughter of the great sea serpent, is the name we give to the heavy shadows which darken my father's kingdom in the depths of the seas. I love the sunlight of your earthland, but I grow very weary of it. If we could have only a little of the darkness of my father's kingdom to rest our eyes part of the time. Her husband at once called his three most faithful slaves. I am about to send you on a journey, he told them. You are to go to the kingdom of the great sea serpent who dwells in the depths of the seas and ask him to give you some of the darkness of night, that his daughter may not die here amid the sunlight of our earthland. The three slaves set forth for the kingdom of the great sea serpent. After a long, dangerous journey, they arrived at his home in the depths of the sea, and asked him to give them some of the shadows of night to carry back to the earthland. The great sea serpent gave them a big bag full at once, it was securely fastened, and the great sea serpent warned them not to open it until they were once more in the presence of his daughter, their mistress. The three slaves started out, bearing the big bag full of night upon their heads. Soon they heard strange sounds within the bag. It was the sound of the voices of all the night beasts, all the night birds, and all the night insects. If you have ever heard the night chorus from the jungles on the banks of the rivers, you will know how it sounded. The three slaves had never heard sounds like those in all their lives. They were terribly frightened. Let us drop the bag full of night right here where we are, and run away as fast as we can, said the first slave. We shall perish, we shall perish, anyway, whatever we do, cried the second slave. Whether we perish or not, I am going to open the bag, 
and see what makes all those terrible sounds, said the third slave. Accordingly, they laid the bag on the ground and opened it. Out rushed all the night beasts, and all the night birds, and all the night insects, and out rushed the great black cloud of night. The slaves were more frightened than ever at the darkness, and escaped to the jungle. The daughter of the great sea serpent was waiting anxiously for the return of the slaves with the bag full of night. Ever since they had started out on their journey, she had looked for their return, shading her eyes with her hand and gazing away off at the horizon, hoping with all her heart that they would hasten to bring the night. In that position she was standing under a royal palm tree, when the three slaves opened the bag and let night escape. Night comes! Night comes at last! she cried, as she saw the clouds of night upon the horizon. Then she closed her eyes and went to sleep, there, under the royal palm tree. When she awoke, she felt greatly refreshed. She was once more the happy princess who had left her father's kingdom in the depths of the great seas to come to the earthland. She was now ready to see the day again. She looked up at the bright star shining above the royal palm tree and said, Oh, bright, beautiful star, henceforth you shall be called the morning star, and you shall herald the approach of day. You shall reign queen of the sky at this hour. Then she called all the birds about her and said to them, O oh, wonderful sweet singing birds, henceforth I commend you to sing your sweetest songs at this hour to herald the approach of day. The cock was standing by her side. You, she said to him, shall be appointed the watchman of the night. Your voice shall mark the watches of the night and shall warn the others that the madrugada comes. To this very day, in Brazil, we call the early morning madrugada. The cock announces its approach to the waiting birds. The birds sing their sweetest songs at that hour, and the morning star reigns in the sky as queen of the madrugada. When it was daylight again, the three slaves crept home through the forests and jungles with their empty bag. O oh, faithless slaves, said their master, why did you not obey the voice of the great sea serpent and open the bag only in the presence of his daughter, your mistress? Because of your disobedience I shall change you into monkeys. Henceforth you shall live in the trees. Your lips shall always bear the mark of the sealing wax which sealed the bag full of night. To this very day one sees the mark upon the monkey's lips where they bit off the wax which sealed the bag. And in Brazil, night leaps out quickly upon the earth, just as it leapt quickly out of the bag in those days at the beginning of time. And all the night beasts and night birds and night insects give a sunset chorus in the jungles at nightfall. End of chapter 1